We are coming to you with the unspoken words. This is the Red Road Perspective. With humility, experience, reflection, and that unique style of indigenous humor, we discuss the issues that affect our mind, body, spirit, and emotional well-being as natives in recovery. Wellbriety. Community, accountability, transparency, and service work. Uh, hey, uh, hey, uh, hey, 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 Obama, uh, hey, <laughs> okay, 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 unspoken right. words, uh, hey, yeah, hey, da, hey, unspoken da, words, hey, uh, hey, Kanchalala. Unspoken words, episode forty-four. Uh, hey, Derek Coleman. Uh, hey, Barry O. Uh, hey, <laughs> <laughs> he's still my president. <laughs> Barry, come back. <laughs> Don't go, Barry O. <clears throat> anyway. Uh, over here, to my, <laughs> over here to my right. Oh uh, hey, uh, hey, to my right. Oh uh, hey, we got JCB, aka Cobra Kai, Johnny Lawrence, aka Shooter, JC McGavin, aka he's sanctimonious and he's bad. Your favorite Indian. Welcome. Wow, that was a lot. I know. Almost ran out of breath. Over here to my left. It's the Pod Gotti, Randy B, a.k.a. the two-time co-champion, <laughs> a.k.a. he ain't even trying to preach, a.k.a. the Algerian Nightmare. Say what's up. Oh! <laughs> and you and know, the crowd goes wild. Oh, hey, Pod Gotti, oh, hey, <laughs> favorite Indian, oh, hey. And you know me, Empty Barrel. It's good to be here. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> A.K.A. the Street Chief Messiah. A.K.A. Mr. Pacifier. A.K.A. Mr. Steal Your Lighter. A.K.A. His rhymes never expire. <laughs> A.K.A. the XBIA Firefighter. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Pulaski's. <laughs> the XBIA firefighter. <laughs> oh, man. That's a good one. I like that. I'm going to keep that one. I'll buy that from myself. Oh, uh, anyway. <clears throat> oh. Man, the smoke in the air. Man, that's messing me up. I know. Okay, I got a game for us. What episode is this? This is episode 44. 44 Barry the O, baby. Derek Coleman episode, baby. President 44, baby. White Mamba, baby. <laughs> Barry O, baby. <laughs> All right, never mind. I'm going to get dark again, but that's okay. Uh, uh, yeah. Oh, my oh, God. For it. Get dark, man. What's up? Go ahead, get dark. Go ahead, get dark. The sun's still up. 
<laughs> the son of Sam. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. oh, he's scary. It's almost heard, October. You Chill. know what they called him Chill. before? He called himself Son of Sam. Was the forty-four caliber killer? Oh, really? Oh, oh, that's what they called him. But he called uh, himself the Son of Sam. Fo uh, fo. You know what that? Hey, that guy's got his own uh, prison. His own prison. Well, he's in prison, but he's got his own like. Um, <laughs> his own what do they call it? Like, like when you reach over the airwaves. Podcast, not podcast, but like a radio show. radio show, yeah, right? frequency. But, but he he uh, he he preaches. Oh, word! He's uh, he, yeah. He they gave him his own from prison network. From, prison. from I don't know about the network. I think he just got like an hour on some huh. radio show. Oh, like hour, some hour. radio, like public radio type yeah. prison. Something like that, but still. Power hour with the 44 killer. <laughs> 44 caliber killer. <laughs> never hide, never run, never cower. That's right. Step in the dough. Give him some food and he will devour. The fo-fo. He's <laughs> blasting a hole through the dough. One to the two to the three to the foe. Episode... <laughs> <laughs> Number 45th out. That's enough of that. 40 plus 4 ounces. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. He's trying to make me cuss around. <laughs> I didn't want to. What song is it then? What song is it then? That's what oh, we're going to play, man. man. Uh, just like JC, I like JC's rule when we play the um, what's that on then? Where you guys just start spouting off, popping off, huh? no score. Just I'll give you one clue. You know me, you know me, empty barrel. I only listen to the '90s music, so we're going back. We take it back into time. Narrows it down. Yes. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> the weak or the strong? Who got? It going on. You're dead wrong. Ah, oh, I just messed that up. Ah, oh. you're dead wrong. Yeah, I totally messed that up. Why did I do that? Okay, that was a gimme. Just a warm up. Was that Biggie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was on. You're dead wrong. I, I heard that melody right when he sang. I know. I was trying not because it's so catchy. Okay, still nineties. <clears throat> With the time the child draws in, this whipping boy done wrong, deprived oh, of all his thoughts, on. the young man struggles on. And, and on, on and on and on. What is it, man? It's Metallica. Yeah. So I dub the unforgiven. Yeah. Good job. Man, you guys are on point today. While going. <laughs> <clears throat> All right, here we go. I like that one. Do another one. All right, we got one more, one more, one more, one more, one more. I doubt you guys will get this one. Alanis Morissette. Oh, just kidding. This one's pretty easy in my book. I think it's pretty easy. (laughs) That's what I say about all their movies, too. They'll get this one easy. Yeah, right. You Oprah Winfrey movie? You think (laughs) us guys would watch an Oprah Winfrey movie? (laughs) Maybe the color purple. Well, that that was well, yeah. She's in two movies, and that was one of them. What was the other I've one again? The, what the color purple? No, but the other movie that she was in, Odyssey or something. Oh, Wrinkle in Time. Oh, <laughs> yeah, Wrinkle uh, in yeah, Time. Was it the color purple? That Samsonite. She, when did that one come out? 
couple, maybe within the last four or five years. Oh, no. Remember she was in one, like, about the 90s or 80s? Color Purple? Was with, it the Color Purple? Whoopi? Mama. I think so, yeah. yeah. That make me cry. Yeah. But wasn't <laughs> she one set in the inner city somewhere? Inner city. Oprah. Oh, you're talking about Sister Act? That's Whoopi. No, no. <laughs> it was kind of gritty, but I'm, I might be mistaken, too. Huh. Not gritty, but like... Huh. The color purple is when she was like that was like the slave days. She was kind of right? tough in them slave days, like. Well, it was like post kind of. We should take the frying pan, beat up her. Ass. <laughs> they tried to beat her up. <laughs> that might have been it then. I probably don't want to. Oh, that one. Oh, that one. Yeah, oh, that mm-hmm. was it right there. <clears throat> have no fear for atomic energy, because none of them can stop the time. How long shall they kill our prophets while we stand aside and look? Some say it's just part of it. We've got to fulfill the book. Redemption song. These songs of freedom. All I ever had is redemption song. (laughs) Redemption song. Emancipate yourself from mental slavery. None but ourselves can free our mind. Anybody? I forgot how it goes uh, down to that. Do your other thing that you just did. Yeah, do that one again. Which one? The, one the redemption song. What did I say? <laughs> <laughs> Won't you help to sing these songs of freedom? But in that voice. It's all I ever had. I changed yeah, yeah, it. I know. He How did I change it? Now? I don't know. Like, what did I do that time? <laughs> you like, I guess it just it's all to... I ever had. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. He did like that. <laughs> My Bob Marley voice or what? <laughs> My Bob Marley. <laughs> Maybe after he smoked about 100 blunts. Sounded just like him. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. Just like you. Uh, Are you sure you're not from Tough Gong Records? Is that Randy Marley? <laughs> <laughs> One of his 1,500 kids. <laughs> so yeah, it's been a pretty good week. How's your guys' week been going? Awesome. <sighs> man, a lot of work, a lot of work. Well, I know, busy, busy, man. I just can't believe it. I was like, whoa, it's Thursday today. Dog, isn't it? These weeks are going by fast, huh? Fast, fast. Like, oh, <clears throat> all these stuff going on. <clears throat> but anyway, yeah, that was a good warm up. Um, you guys are on point today with what song is it then? Yes, what? sir. I think you guys are looking at my phone when I was looking up the songs earlier. But anyway, we can see the glare in your eyes. How <laughs> <laughs> to cheat somehow? <laughs> anyway, so if you are t- t- k- uh, queued up there, Mister DJ, mm. um, you can give me the high sign whenever you're ready, ready to go. All right, so DJ, we're going to get right into our topic. DJ, why don't you hit me with that beat? Yo, let's get into our topic. Yo, let's get into our topic. Oh, pirates, yes, they rabbi. So die to the merchant ship. Minutes after they took I from the bottomless pit. But my hand was made strong 
By the hand of the Almighty. I'll stop there. Good episode. Good episode. All right. See you guys next week. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Aho, aho. So, this is King Baby Part Deuce, uh, Unspoken Words, episode 44, Barry O. We're going to go, uh, just a quick recap of King Baby. Um, so, someone has King Baby Syndrome thinks of themselves as the center of the universe. They are kings in the sense that they are narcissistic, narcissistic and boss others around. They are also babies in the same sense that they long for immediate gratification. They want what they want, and they want it right now. So that was a quick um, recap on King Baby from part one. Now, tonight, today, what we're going to get into is there's different types of King Baby personalities. And I'm going to read one. There's six of them. And we're going to go through all six and just kind of give some perspective See how we can relate or how we can't relate to these six different types. Um, So, number one, the falsely humble person. A narcissistic person may pretend to be a depressed person that thinks very little of themselves. They might put themselves down. However, anyone who knows them knows that they are arrogant and think they are better than everyone else. Their humility is false. So that false humility. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you guys think? I'll kick it out to you guys first. <clears throat> In other words, you're just full of yes. Full of baloney. Well. Full of balakna. I mean, I... Man, when I, when, I, when I listen to that, I always think of somebody else first. I don't know why. But for me personally, I don't... Like, I was so stuck in low self-esteem and low self-worth. I don't ever really think. Obviously, there were times when I thought I was, ar- I mean, I, I was arrogant. Oh, yeah. And I, I was, you know, started getting big-headed. Yeah. Or maybe I think more to the point it was I was looking down on someone. Mm. Not so much, you know, like, like I thought I, well, obviously I thought I was better. Otherwise, I wouldn't be looking down on somebody. I'm just trying to think of the the way to put it is like. Um, you know, looking down on them, but at the same time, not really feeling, thinking, yeah, that I'm, you know, all this somehow, some way. It's just that I know I'm bad, but I'd be, you're worse, kind of thing. There you go, like yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not as bad as you. Uh, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm pretty bad, but I'm not as bad as you. Yeah, and I think for me, that was kind of internal thinking, like inside my head. I never really said anything to anybody, but I was like, dang man, I better quit, man. I've done this, this, and this when I was drunk. Then I'll, then I always think of someone else like that. It's like, oh well, this person did this and this, and they're still drinking, and they're they're cool. So, well, I'm not as bad as him. So I'm just gonna keep going. Yeah, and you there's there, there's a term for that. I can't remember what the term was. It's like it's false humility. False humility. <laughs> <laughs> I already said it. I already said it twice. No, but um, man, I'll have, I'll look it up. I I have. There, it's, I have a book. It's in one of my books, but uh, kind of like projecting. Yeah, but there's it's it's different. Okay. I mean, it's the same thing. It's the mm. same idea. It's probably just uh, just a different term for it. But anyway, right on. What about you, Randy B? False humility. Um, I I don't think I've ever justified my behavior like that. Uh huh. But then I might have too. 
<laughs> I know that's not really clear, but yeah, but yeah. I think about like <clears throat> I guess it's easier to look at other people than it is myself in that aspect. Mm. You know, I I knew that there were certain people that used with me because they weren't as bad as me. Yeah, like they only came around when they were down in the dumps type deal, oh, slumming yeah. it. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Like whether they be friends or family members that never really came around until they were in party mode. Oh, you know what I mean. Yeah. So it's like okay, but for me, like, I don't. I, mean, I I get that because I I want to say because I can't really think of any specific example. Yeah. But knowing me, it probably there was probably times a few times where I thought. Yeah, like false humility. Yeah. But like I said, I was so stuck in low self-esteem and like a, such a poor self-image. Yeah. It's hard for me to think of myself as being arrogant, but I probably was. I yeah. Mean, I, yeah. Yeah. Hey, yeah. And then like at that time, we don't have that. <clears throat> when we were in that, we don't have like the clarity we have now. So we was, like you said, it was hard to see ourselves like that. I just remember a time like, when I quit to go back to college and stuff, and then like I started, um, could you quit drinking? Went back to college and like pursued my degree. Like just these blessings started coming, you know, just because I was living in a good way and everything. Yeah. <clears throat> and like <clears throat> my family seen it. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <was> <laughs> I don't know. Man. Is that like, sun in your face? Yeah, there's the sun, this phlegm from all this smoke. Sorry, excuse me. So anyway, um. But, like, my family seen it, and then, like, but I didn't think I was acting a certain way. I just felt like I was on a mission. But I was, like, arrogant um, in my thought process and the way I treated people, looking back on it now. Yeah. You know, because I, I was just, like, <clears throat> I was having some success, and it went to my head, and I couldn't really see it in the moment. Yeah, I, I mean, got that it. makes sense. But, yeah. yeah. But, yeah. I mean... Okay. There's probably people that can say that about me too, you know. Oh, he thinks he's better, than, you know what I mean? He's acting bad. Yeah, but then, uh, but at the same time too, like, like if I, when I think about that, like, oh man, Randy thinks he's better than me. For me personally, that would just be that would be my own hang up. Yeah. Right. So, <clears throat> it, especially other people that are using, for them to say, oh well, this guy thinks he's better than me. Maybe there were times when I was probably, you know, I'm not going to say no. Yeah, but at the same time, if I was saying that to somebody else, I think that part of it would be, you know, kind of my own hang up too. Yeah, yeah. And then another thing that you said was like, I, like I always just want to think of someone else. Like after I read this, I was like, man, I could think of a couple people. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yes, exactly. <clears throat> okay, well, we'll move on to number two, the ego tripper. The ego tripper loves the praise of others. They do anything they can to have other people compliment and respect them as much as possible. They can get angry when people are complimenting them less often than usual. Ego trippers are bullies. They have to put people down to make themselves feel superior. If others do not continually praise and compliment them, they will need to bully others so that they can feel superior. Mm. Man. That describes me, <laughs> you know, like yeah. coming up, like growing up, like I was an ego tripper uh, and I was a bully. 
but I didn't know I was doing it because of that. Dude, you didn't know that was the that was that, the that's cause. What it was yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know I was an ego tripper, but and then like I think that's where like that teasing and stuff, man. I just remember like um, teasing when we were growing up, man. We would get real harsh, yeah, like really bad into a fight. Yeah, tease until you get into a fight, and then like <clears throat> um. Like, sometimes, you know, and then, like, especially like when I was drinking, man, I'd go too far. Like, on Facebook, teasing somebody, and then, like, they'd unfriend me and stuff. And I was like, well, I was just messing around, you know? I didn't know I was being, like, a bully. Yeah. You know? That was crazy. And and, and I get that, too, because I always thought, you know, because I was a smart ass. You yeah. know what I mean? I mean, yeah. I just lippy. Still are. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm guilty of that. And at the same time, too, I didn't consider myself as a bully. I just, you know, I was just an hole. Yeah. So, so I get that. I mean, I, and again, like you said, I didn't know it was like being an ego trip. I was just, you know, you know, like we all, we're always doing that. We still do it today where we go back and forth and we joke around and we laugh. Yeah. And, and I think back then... I wasn't doing it in the right way. Yeah, I guess you could say, because like I wanted, like if if you, if you said something to me and it stung, oh, yeah. I wanted to sting you back. Oh yeah, you know for what I mean? sure. I still so, like that. You know, but <laughs> <laughs> still that way. I'm in yeah, yeah. working on it. But but, but <laughs> yeah. you know, like now, like if, if I'm joking and I'm teasing around, I I I try not to put uh, malice into it. Mm-hmm. Like there's so a lot of times I just cut myself short, but, but depending on who I'm around too, like if I'm w- with somebody that I'm really close with, yeah, I just say anything, bro. I just, oh yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. around joking, yeah. and they know me, and they know that in some sick and twisted way, that's just me showing my affection, right? Oh yeah, yeah. your humor, yeah, and and so, but back then there were, I mean, there was a lot of times when I'd just say something just to be a jackass, yeah. Very much so. I think, like, for me, I, I see myself in that easily. <clears throat> That's something that I have been working on uh, very recently and for quite some time. Mm. Um, just to kind of say the same things as you guys. Mm. <laughs> just to reiterate. Just to reiterate, but in, from my perspective, it's like, like, I do see that. But I also see that um, when other people, like, what people... So we started joking around on Facebook, right? Yeah. And me and a group of my friends. And, and what people found to realize is we're actually, like, messaging each other. Yeah. Talking to each other. And these are, like, constant running jokes, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So because of this camaraderie and because of this relationship between me and my boys, we openly we don't have a problem openly teasing each other. Yeah. Um, but what people mistake that for... Uh, which I've recently like put had downs. To, yeah, well, yeah, put downs or whatever. But what people have mistaken that for is that they can easily jump in and start being joking with us. Yeah, which is like not the case because what people fail to realize is there's actually a personal relationship there with these yeah. guys that I'm teasing with, and it's something that we're in constant contact about. Like we actually Facetime, mm-hmm. you know, talk, um, text almost on a daily, if not weekly basis. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, but I see that because there was a, there, there, there have been multiple people that have teased me in that nature. Mm-hmm. And I recognize right away, like, yo, like, that's what I did. 
Mm. You know, where a few years ago, like, when I was just coming out of sobriety, or and even before then, long before then, like, using humor, but it was a way to chop down the tree. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, and that's kind of, that was, like, one of my mechanisms was, like, to cut somebody down until they get mad enough to swing on me. Mm. And then I had a reason to justify whether you, yeah. 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 Um, and then you fast forward to now and teasing these people, like people do mistake us for being mean, but in actuality, like we're talking and dogging. You, you, you know the deal, like we're yeah, close yeah, yeah. and we're close and, and not to justify anything, but it's like, <laughs> you know, we're close and this is stuff that we actually dog on. But there's, there's like that understanding. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, you have a group of fellas that are, like, that can take it and dish it as well, you know? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it also causes other people to feel like they can jump in on a joke, and it's really not the case. Yeah. No, like, <clears throat> prime example of that, like, last night we, were, we had this singing gig uh, with our drum, and, like, we were there, and then this guy that comes from the same um, prior Arrow Creek district as us, he was just walking by, and he's like, oh, I'll sing with you guys. And he sat down, and he said something, you know, and, and like, but he was talking in Crow, and then me and my brother shafted him. Like, we burned him bad. <laughs> and it was really funny. You know, we just got him real good, man. He just said something, and, like, man, we, me and my brother said at the same time. <laughs> we just popped in there, and, like, I mean, we know this guy. You know, he's our relative, and this guy was laughing his head off. Um, <laughs> but he shut down. Yeah. He shut down after that. I noticed that, so I, I just left him alone for the rest of the the evening while we were there, and it just talked good to him because, like, uh, he's I don't know, like you could tell he wasn't there like to take it, yeah. And he just accidentally set himself up, man. We chopped him down. And see, that's the co culture too. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. you got to be ready at all times, like, <laughs> yeah. And you can turn anything into a joke for real. But we also have to be careful, like, I, and me more so than others, because I find it funny in everything. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. even, like, now in, in what I do, like, I have to be aware of my coworkers and be like, okay, they're not in the same mind state. Yeah. And that's kind of weird. Yeah, I've had to break it down, like, hey, like, I'm not being mean, but if I'm joking with you, it's because I enjoy your company type deal. It's like because yeah. I love you. You know, <laughs> it's because we're building a relationship, and I see, like, I said, you know, like I don't. You'll know I don't like you if I don't talk to you. Type, you know. And that's one of the things that I always say too. Is like, you know, I'll tease the people that I like, but I'll torture the ones that I love. Yeah. Mm. And if you're neither one of those, I'll just talk to you. Yeah. yeah. And and I know, like before, when when I was being a smartass, and I say things that just cut straight to the bone, oh. like just just to hurt. Yeah, like because yeah. I found out early on that words hurt. Words yeah. hurt me. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I figured out how to do that to other people just just by saying, just just by saying, just by talking. Yeah, saying something, and then you know I, and then timing. Timing is everything too. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like I had to learn when and when not to joke around oh yeah because like you said i find the funny and everything and for me that's <laughs> it's it's part of my it's a it's a coping skill it's yeah a, it's a mm-hmm. almost like a survival tool you know what i mean <laughs> for real yeah. and i think that's part of our like randy said like this is part of our culture like we and we're laughing all the time 
you know, like I, I, I've been to numerous funerals over my life, and there's laughing before and after and during, and you know, dog, even while burying, like I found, like you know, like mm-hmm. not to be like super graphic or nothing, but like, <laughs> like when you're like, I used to work at AML, right? Yeah, <laughs> and there was this one gentleman. Like, because you're always handling a shovel and yeah. you're digging and stuff, right? <laughs> and it's kind of funny, but this young, this gentleman was there and we were shoveling outside of that old casino in Crow. Yeah. And uh, this was like when I was deep in addiction. And one of the one of the other crew members like came and tapped him on the shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> Which is like, I mean, it's not mm. funny. I mean, it's funny, <laughs> but it's like, uh, like, that's like crow culture, though. Yeah, yeah. That's like, that's deep crow culture. Like, you yeah. can be like, you understand the serious, it's funny because it's serious. Yeah, yeah, Like, you know what I mean? And then you, you do it at, like, not at, you do it at a not appropriate time, so it's like funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I, you know what that reminds me of, too, and is, uh. <laughs> I I know when when my I think it was my grandmother who passed away, and they take you down there and then they let you look at all those those caskets like let you pick oh, them out. Yeah. And my brother looked at me. They have those cardboard ones, <laughs> and uh-huh. he looked at. He just kind of looked at it and then he looked at me like, "WTF?" Like yeah, like and I start. <laughs> it was quiet down there, and man, I started cracking up. I was like. <laughs> Because it's the one that they use to cremate. Cremate, yeah. 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 <laughs> it was a box. It's a box. And I, like again, man, not to be too dark or like yeah, you know. Yeah. But I, <laughs> I started laughing at him because of that looking at yeah. me like, like, what the hell like, is this? Yeah, what the hell is this? And he's like, Chase looking. Chase looking. I was like, Wilford, I said, excuse me. So I whispered in his ear, and I was like, yeah, that's the one they use for creation. (laughs) (laughs) Can't take you nowhere. (laughs) (laughs) But, man, I I just started cracking up, and, you know, everybody's being all serious and quiet down there. And, you know, (laughs) I just thought of the blues start laughing, and I just, I don't know, I felt, it was funny. It wasn't funny, but it was funny. I know, like, I mean, I went to a funeral, a burial site, like, after it was, you know, after the burial part was done, um, um, you know, he was like, was, he was a guy, like, our age relative and stuff. And then, like, we kind of just stand around and we start telling stories of the deceased and we're laughing. And then, but we weren't trying to be disrespectful or anything, yeah. but, like, everybody else that was sitting there, I mean, you know, they were crying and stuff. But that, I don't know. So I just stopped and I just kind of backed off from that little group. Yeah. Because, like, they, they started, I don't know, I, I think that was, like, their coping mechanism. You use the funny to get out of, like, kind of feeling it or something. Um, but anyway, and then, like, the whole group just kind of just stood back after. Like, we kind of realized, like, we were laughing loud. Because, like, this guy was funny, you know. He did stupid stuff. And um, Anyway. So, anyway, yeah, that, that was kind of, like, an inappropriate time to be laughing out loud and stuff. But we did it. And then I was just kind of, like. I didn't feel bad, but I was just like, oh, we probably shouldn't be doing this right now. You know? Yeah, because, I mean, I, I could see how that would be seen as disrespectful. But at the same time, like, I'm guilty of doing that, like, with my cousins, like, who passed on, like, at family funerals, like, family members' funerals and stuff. Like, we would crack up. Yeah. And I think that was just the way we got through it. Yeah. 
You know, we never, we weren't the type to cry to each other. Mm. And what we did was crack jokes. Um, and I was, and she passed away about two years ago. But it's like, but you under, you have that understanding and, and that's a way, <clears throat> um, I, when I, like, when I honestly think about it, like, I, I, people will probably say it is a coping mechanism, but that's just kind of how we are. Well, well, I was just going to say, and we said it on this podcast before, is that, you know, most, a lot of natives will agree that our humor is really dark. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Really dark humor, and we laugh at, because, it, I mean, to laugh in the face of adversity mm-hmm. is a strength. Yeah, yeah, and, and I don't, and I don't, I don't see anything disrespectful or bad about, you know, remembering something funny that someone did who's passed on because that's what we got. Yeah, why remember the bad stuff? You know. Oh yeah. And you sure. think about it too. If you really know that person, you know that, and they were there, you know they wouldn't be in that state, mm-hmm. like the crying, and and not to say there's a time and place for it, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. There's times like when I personally grieve over people and <clears throat> but then there's also like when you're there and you're like, man, like you remember all the good times. Like oh, yeah. like when I pass on, like I don't want my homies or, or my family members to be sitting there crying their eyeballs out. It would be mm. like, man, do exactly what you would be doing when I was around. Exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah, certainly feel my got my passing, but at the same time, like <clears throat> Have fun while you're feeling it. You know what I mean? Right. Like, because remember all the crazy things I did? Remember all the crazy things I said? Like, do whatever makes you smile. Word. Because that's what I would want. Like, or, mm-hmm. you, or better yet, do whatever gets you through it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. But, but, but Just do, don't use. But yeah, kinda, not but, drinking and using, but like. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just don't use. <laughs> don't, don't do what I did. But if you're cracking a joke, crack a joke. Yeah. But, but just to kind of lighten things back up again. <clears throat> What that reminds me, I remember I was telling you about that girl that got stuck in the door. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I started laughing. <laughs> I just started cracking up, and she just snapped her eyes out. And I thought, you know, man, I felt like that was kind of almost, in it. that's why I was talking about it to you. Yeah. I was like, man, I felt, well, I don't know, I felt kind of bad afterwards. I was yeah. like, oh, man, that was kind of a. Uh, speaking of snap eyes. Kind of a D. I was kind of posting there, like on my on my account on social media, like I was posting about snapizing people. Said, so, uh, I don't know, I was making some jokes. I guess I did a series of snapize jokes, and then like <clears throat> these non-natives like came up to me and I was like, "Oh, I want." Um, she's like, "I see a lot of people like laughing at your posts about snapize. I just wanted to ask you, like, what are you doing? Is that something on Snapchat?" <laughs> and I was just like, "What." I like they didn't even know what snap eyes was. Should have went like this. <laughs> and I rolled my eyes and I snap eyes them. <laughs> so I thought that was interesting. Yeah, shake, texted him and said, head too. "That's what snap eyes is." Mm-hmm. Like this. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I had to explain it to them, and then they're like, "Oh my goodness, I'm sorry." <laughs> anyway, number three, the king, a king boss bosses other people around as long as they ha- can get away with it. And sometimes not even then, they are mean to their spouses and children. Um, when they are at work, they are mean to others, to other workers if they have the opportunity to be drinking and drugs. Make them feel ashamed as they are not in control of these habits. They are afraid to quit as this would involve admitting that they have a problem in the first place. Woo! Right. It's like, 
reminded me of like um those years like in my 20s when i stopped drinking like man i was like i was the king man. i was bossy um i was like real i looked at myself like kind of like real type a personality everything had to be such like so and like i was really like mean and like you know if like i think i've explained it on this podcast before in previous episodes like i'm supposed to get off at 6 p.m if i had to stay at the warehouse until 605 man i lost it i was cussing everybody out in the warehouse cussing out the salesman cussing out everybody one of my coworkers. Just because I had to stay like five extra minutes. You know, when really in the grand scheme of things, that five minutes don't really mean nothing. That I don't I am I don't like being bossy. I don't think I ever really was bossy. I think I was kinda demanding. Mm-hmm. It, I mean, is that the same thing? Is like like but I don't I wasn't I feel like the series is aimed at me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel like the series is aimed at everybody I know but me. He's a <laughs> king baby. King baby. <laughs> oh, that's what I'm saying. Like, but, I mean, go ahead. Oh, no. Well, I was just going to say is like, I mean, I, I know I, I had a, a. I think you're minimizing. I was demanding. <laughs> what? <laughs> you said you're not bossy, but you're demanding us. I think you're minimizing. <laughs> oh, well, I think I'm trying to switch. I'm trying, I'm just to, kidding, trying to switch the the nomenclature. But anyway, so you know, like, I mean, I just don't like being bossy to other people because I know what it's like to be bossed around, mm-hmm. and I didn't like it. And so, why would I want to be that person? But again, I'm not going to say I'm completely 100 percent innocent. Just because it was something that I had an aversion to doesn't mean I'm not guilty of it. Yeah. 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 It like, it just reminded me, like, man, before, like, I, I'm a lot better now. Any kind of physical labor, man, I'd lose my temper real quick. <laughs> real quick. And, like, I think it was, like, last fall, last summer, something like that, I had to change the hose on the dishwasher at home. And I think I shared on previous episodes as well. Was that, like, halfway through it, uh, something wasn't working out or something. Anyway, I can't remember what happened, but I started cussing. I said, man, who the F? Who the F made this? Who the F designed this mother effing um, blah, blah, blah? Who designed this dishwasher? And, and I got up. And here my daughter was just standing there looking at me like all crazy. She's like, oh, okay, who's this guy? You know? And then I was like, conviction. I was like, oh, man, I better. I was Chill like, out. one area of my life that <clears throat> I was kind of giving myself a green light. But I'll pass the mic over to Randy. He's itching to go. <laughs> um, <laughs> itching. I was going to say, like, that's me, too. I I really do see myself in that and kind of ashamed to even say. Um, it's something that I have been working on. And I I think <clears throat> getting to a place where, where I can be healthy and realize that the world doesn't revolve around me, you know what I mean, is is humbling. and Yeah. And not everything is, is like, has to be done to my specifications. Mm. And you, we've all heard the saying, like, there's more than one ways to... Um, Skin a cat. Yeah. You know, and, and also going with another thing, another cliche that's popular <laughs> in our circles. Yeah. Is there's many pathways to recovery. Oh, yeah. Um, realizing, like, that my way... Or the highway isn't the way to be, you know? Yep. Um, it's like, okay, we have this direction. We're all going to Walmart. 
you might go down Broadwater. You might go down um, state. State, you know, yeah. and, and then I might just cut down here. Like we're all going to the same destination, but we're all taking different routes. Yeah. So that, like, and the reason why I use that analogy is like I have to get that embedded in myself. Mm. When I'm in the bossy attitude, you know what I mean? Like, because I understand, like, how it comes off. Like, I understand, like, being bossy. I understand, like, being mean. But, like, I was telling somebody, was like, man, I've never, I'm not doing it with the intention to do that. I think when I say things and do things, like, it just comes out a certain way. And that's what I'm learning about myself in this season. Mm. It's like, okay, like, like, even the whole joking thing, like, realizing, like, something's funny, but that might be funny to me. Funny to me. Yep. Not you, because your mind state isn't where my mind is, like, and realizing that not everybody thinks like me or or understands where I'm coming from when I say stuff a certain way. Mm. But there's also those times when I do intentionally word stuff. Yeah. Like, you know? So, yeah, man, I see myself in this and, and I think it was even worse in my addiction oh for sure man and like in my addiction it was time 100 100 and you know. you know now now that I think about it and putting more you know thought into it as if I was bossy I was passive aggressive about it mm-hmm. yeah. mm-hmm. you know like like um, if I wanted you to do something and you didn't do it the way I thought you should be doing it yeah then I'd Snap eyes you. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> kind of like that. Go ahead, try yeah. it, then. <laughs> yeah, show us. Show us. Yeah, show got, us. Wait, now I got to take my glasses off. <laughs> yeah, show better. us pretty eyes. <laughs> pretty eyes. Yeah, and then like, change coke. This idea. Do your face. <laughs> no, but... Yeah, go ahead. I mean, well, <laughs> no, not, 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 not that. <laughs> see stuff like that. <laughs> but then you know what's yeah, crazy? Ahead. I thought you thought it was snap. You know what's funny? What that brings to mind too is like, man, there are times when, like, you, like I joke around so much that when I'm not trying to joke around, <laughs> yeah. it comes off like it's just like automatic. Yeah, you're still going. But yeah, I mean, that's that's the only because. Uh, like a lot of my stuff was passive aggressive unless I was trying to hurt you with, like I said earlier with those words, but yeah. So yeah, I am guilty of it, but I think it was more internal. Yeah. But oh, yeah, I, yeah, but yeah. I, but I don't think it matters because if it comes from within, whether it goes without, whether it yeah. comes out or not, yeah, it's mm-hmm. still poison, right? Yeah. For sure. For sure. Um, yeah. The second part where it said that you did want to quit because that involved admitting you had a problem, man, that was me. To the T, because I remember when I finally admitted, man, I was, man, it was like this. This time of day where the sun's, you know, way off in the west. I was sitting outside my cousin's house, and you know, the sun rays were coming through the trees. And it was like a beautiful evening, and I finally admitted that I had a problem. And man, I bawled my eyes out because for once I was being honest. Yeah, you know what I mean. And like, so yeah, this was me, definitely the the king. All right, this next one, this one definitely describes you to the princess. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Guys. That, hey. was, that was very mean. I'm sorry. I apologize. I was insensitive to your feelings. <laughs> yeah, I'm just kidding. 
Hey, we were talking about that though today, like how like the passiveness. Oh, I thought you like the passive the aggressiveness and and like the um. Because I'm like a blunt person, but like I'm not doing it like to be mean. Like I keep saying, maybe I'm minimizing it. <laughs> now you got me overthinking. Minimize? No, you're justifying. No, I'm justifying it. <laughs> but like, it's just the way I am. It's just me. I don't have to worry about your feelings. So we talking OG. But why is that mean? Like, why <laughs> is that considered mean though? What? Like being blunt. Like, why do they call it blunt? It's like, like, well. I wouldn't say being real either, like, but like just telling the truth. Why is yeah. that tough? I don't know. I kind of I ran into that kind of stuff too when I was working downtown. But um, I mean, I guess I run into that too because I'm that way too. It's like boom. It's like what's wrong, and you're like if you're asking me like what's wrong, like giving them I tell you the honest truth, like then it's like, and how's that? Yeah. Oh, upon. Are you, I mean, like you're talking about like. So, Yourself, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I thought you were talking like, oh, I'm going to tell you what's wrong with you in a blunt way. No, no, oh, no, no, no. Oh, okay. Like, all right. So like, I'm was, talking like, say, that. like me and you are interacting or something, and say you, you're like, okay, what's wrong or whatever. Then I unload on you, like not unload, but you know what I mean. Oh, yeah, like, I get, like yeah. hey, just like, and then it's but like, that, why is that? I think, like, why is that wrong? I, I don't mm-hmm. think it's wrong. Provided you know you, you you got the right audience, right? Like yeah. if you did that with me and Josiah, we'd probably sit there and listen. Yeah, and like okay, yeah, let it out, get it out, let me hear, let me hear it. But if you uh, did that to say somebody a normie who, or normie or somebody yeah. who's just a little bit outside of that, you know, a little bit further out from your circle, yeah, like maybe a coworker, maybe somebody yeah. you know casually, if you did that to them. It would kind of come off as like, damn, where, what the hell's wrong with this guy? Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah like yeah, yeah. I, I don't, I don't know you like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, that yeah, kind of yeah, deal. Okay, okay. I think so. I don't know that it's frowned upon. I think it's just taken as, uh, it's like I don't know you like that. Why you? Why, why you, telling? you tell me that? Yeah. Why are they you kind of take offense? Like, like that. Yeah, 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 I get it. No, because I, I just made me think of like when I came out of addiction counselor to just this other job where I was in the suicide prevention. Like our meetings. When I was addiction counselor, um, that was a place to, like, kind of talk about clients and kind of where we're at. Almost just, like, venting a little yeah. bit. You know, that that was perfectly fine in the staffings there. Because that's where, that was, like, a safe space. You know, <coughs> we could do that there and just kind of talk about frustrations. Not, you know, um, complaining, but just venting. It's yeah. Like, oh, this is what's going Getting on. Getting rid of it. Yeah, just letting it out. Um and I went to this other position, and I started doing that. And then my boss, after the meeting, my boss called me into the office and was like, you can't be doing that. You need to chill out on, um, like, this complaining. They seen it as complaining, and I was just like, I was, I was still, like, I just thought I was just, like, in that kind of, like, the counselor staffing kind of meeting. Yeah. But then, like, over there, they are just kind of like, oh, crap, what's wrong with this guy? You know, you know what, and I think this kind of goes. This is going full circles. Like, it's the same thing. Like, they don't. I don't know this guy like that. Why is he doing? It? But yeah, if if we if we knew where he was coming from, and then be like, oh well, he's just venting. Yeah, it's kind of like the same way you were talking about you and your your your, your homies on Facebook. Like you can you you know what you got that rapport right. You know yeah. what's going on, and then here comes Joe Schmo trying to jump in on the action, and they're like, what? You know, yeah. crickets. Like, who's this dude? Yeah, you don't know us like that. 
Mm-hmm. It's it's that familiarity. Yeah. Of, did I say that right? Yeah. You know, familiar rat. Familiarity, yeah, because you know, I mean, okay, so I mean, I guess they go, they call it, uh, what is it? Oh man, the word was right on the tip of my tongue and I lost it. Uh, anyway, go ahead, familiarity, go, go, just go. I'll, I'll, I'll remember and I'll, uh, okay, later on. Number four, yes, the princess. The person, princess wants attention whenever she goes. Wherever she goes, she expects everyone to love her and wants everyone to do her favors just for the pleasure of being kind to her. She only takes and does not give and expects everyone else to be grateful to her even though she rarely does anything for anyone else. Mm, mm, mm. Excuse me, guys. That's all good, man. It's that smoke out there, man. Uh, So the princess, definitely, I could kind of. (laughs) Uh, Princess wants attention wherever she goes. Uh, Yeah, I was like, I could see myself being like that early on, uh, especially like in my addiction. Um, And if I didn't get that attention... Especially like at a, you know at a bar or at a party, I would leave instead of like you know trying to hang out and just be cool. If I wasn't getting any attention, I'd bounce. I'm like, ah, this is lame. I'm a, I must go. This bores me. I I can get that. Like there were I know there were times when I wanted to be the center of attention. Yep. But it wasn't a con. It wasn't even close to being a constant thing. It was like I was cool just kind of hanging back yeah but usually like you said like like at, at the bar or at a party yeah <coughs> there's a lot of people around and maybe i'll say something funny and people laugh yeah and then you start oh man now now, now you know half shot you know you're yeah. under the influence of substances and you think oh man i'm the funniest guy in the world and then you start going off and, uh, and then it's like yeah i'm the center of attention i want that mm-hmm. but then for the most part, it was like, n- no, not really. I, I, I was, I was just fine being invisible. Yeah, true, true that too. And as far as you know, like taking from other people, and 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 never trying to do like my part. I guess is how yeah. I call it. Uh huh. Um, that was that. <coughs> I, I don't see a guy trying really hard not to think of anybody else because like he's going <laughs> off to somebody else. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. for me personally, I. There's probably yes again not 100% innocent. Oh yeah. But for the most part I always, you know, tried to do my share, I guess. Yeah. Actually, there was there were times when, a lot of times when I was like like a people pleaser. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Almost yeah. the exact yep. opposite mm-hmm. of that. Yeah. You're true that wanting the attention. Yep. Um I mean, I, I think there's times in my life where I did want people's attention, and I did whatever it took to get it. Mm. Um, but naturally, and, and and even more so now, like I, I understand a lot of what I do today involves speaking, right? Yeah. But I'm one of those people that I don't need the platform. Mm-hmm. I don't need the microphone. Like, mm-hmm. 
I'm not that type of person. That's not what makes me. Yeah. Um, so even now, like, in, in my role, like, I'm more of, I, I would, it's kind of hard to say, like, an introvert. Yeah. But I'm not. I'm, I guess, like, just the way that I, <clears throat> like, people finally realize, like, like, even the whole Facebook thing, like, it's not for other people to see. Like, this is actually just me and my friends having a running conversation. Yeah. Like, even ourselves, like, our jokes, like, our running jokes, and, like, that's between us, right? Yeah. So it's never really done for the attention of others, but I see how it could be taken that way. True. Um, so naturally, when the, you know, when we're not recording and we're <laughs> in our natural habitats, like, it's not my, like, that. I don't need that. Yeah. No, I just remembered something that. Was that the other day I posted on my Facebook the silent proclamation? (laughs) He wrote in the comments, he said, I will heal our land. (laughs) I could stop laughing. It was like a serious post, and all these people were putting amen, brother, and all this, and then he put that. And all those other people that are like, you know, like, Maybe, maybe they thought he was serious. Yeah. Maybe they that's probably what they part. thought. Like that's my thought process too. Yeah. But he understands the joke. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like, and that was like between me and you. Like, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like, that was hilarious. So that's how my joking and stuff is. So I guess like not to take anything away from it. <laughs> <laughs> you are glad. Not too sacred. Yeah, but like, <laughs> but like not to take like. <laughs> but I guess like I don't know. Like, maybe with my family family, that's how I was. Mm. And I wonder, like, this is, like, well, this could apply to any situation. But but I see it, like, yeah, in my active addiction, I see how I could have been the the princess. Yeah, and I think this one, I mean, not I'm not minimizing here. It's, kind of, I, it's hard for me to relate to this. You know, kind of like what you said. Yeah. I was just kind of like, I was cool, like, occasionally. Like, you know, if I couldn't be the center of attention, then I'd bounce. But most of the time, I was just cool with just being, you know, back in the cut, fly on the wall. Yeah. And that's how I am in life. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'll be in the back cracking jokes with you two, and everything else is enjoying, everybody else is enjoying a good time over here. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Like, that's how I roll. Yeah. But I think it's important <laughs> that, you know, we all know that they, they, those type of people, that's part of it. Oh, yeah, for sure. So. Yeah. There's probably, like. Extreme, just even the heading seems extreme. extreme. Yeah. The princess, but I know a few. Oh yeah, I, 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 I can name them off too. Myself. Let's see. There's who are they? Uh, no. uh, let's who are see. They? Um, <laughs> what's his name? What's her name? What's his face? <laughs> that that whole family. Oh, oh. <laughs> this guy taking it too far. <laughs> All right, number five, the perfectionists. The perfectionist is always upset with themselves and others because they expect perfection from themselves and others. Perfectionists come off as impressive and not dysfunctional people when you first meet them. However, they never consider themselves good enough. They also see other people as worthy of contempt because they fail to live up to their impossible standards. 
Now we're getting to the nitty gritty. Yeah, now that's that's mm. me. That is me to the T. Mm. Mm. Even mm. To, even today, I still have problems with that. You know, yep. from from my from my own uh, point of view about myself and the things that I do. You know, yeah. um, people will say, "Oh, well, like say I make something, yeah. you know, like arts and crafts or whatever." So, oh man, you did a real good job. You did great. And even though on, and I said this before, you know, even yeah. though on one hand I wanted that compliment, on the other hand, I'll look at it and I'll say, no, I can see a million things wrong with this. Oh, yeah. not, this ain't that great. <clears throat> mm-hmm. And so, and then that's my own perfectionist, you know, for me being so hard on myself. And then on the flip side of that, like at work, I know that it comes in. And this is something that I've, I've been working on, you know, just as of, even today, um, People doing things the way that, in a different way than I would have did it, right? Yeah. Even though they're performing the same task and the results are the exact same thing. Yeah. They didn't do it how I would have did it. Yeah. So in in my mind, I'm thinking, God, this guy's stupid. Why are you doing it that way? That's harder. Then I have to take a step back and think, whoa, wait, wait, wait. First of all, they're helping you out. Second of all, you're not doing it. (laughs) And third, probably most importantly... It's the same result. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's getting done, and it's the same result. And so, yeah, that's guilty. Absolutely guilty. I yeah. think that goes hand in hand too with the king, number three. Mm-hmm. The perfectionist and the king. The bossy. Yeah, like being bossy and not being able to control my bossiness. Mm. Um, perfectionism, expecting people to be excellent, and then. Because I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know how else to say it, but. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and I'm just rewarding everything that JC just said. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, In yeah. a different way, but it's like, that's my that's my thought process, too. Like, I'm like, okay, yeah, that is me, though. You know, like, it's, yeah, it, it's kind of makes it for an unfriendly, makes me for an unfriendly person. Yeah. Like, you know? Mm-hmm. Like don't disturb my peace Don't disturb my Like how I got this set up And then realizing At the end of the day The way that I have it set up Could just be redone again And yeah. I don't have to Push people away Yeah But I could just enjoy The company there Like at the time Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. that makes perfect sense Almost like how I was saying <laughs> Like I enjoy that I mean I appreciate the help Somebody's helping me Yes yeah. They're not doing it How I would have did it Man I should just be able To say hey Thank you for your help. Yes. I appreciate you, and I'm not doing it. Yeah. I'm not the one that has to do it, so, you know, exactly. that's one less thing for me to have to do, right? So I mm-hmm. should enjoy that. Yeah. yeah. And I think that, like, my boss at my old job, like, he had a, and he was like that, too, though, like, but he, he had a way of, like, he showed me what he wanted done, or told me what he wanted done, mm-hmm. and then he left me to go do it. Mm-hmm. You know, but I was also, the door was open for me to come and ask him, hey, how did I do this? And and then, then he would give me, like, pointers. Mm. Like, hey, yeah, that's awesome that you did it that way, but this is how I would do it. Or if I'm doing something and I'm wasting too much effort, he'd be like, hey, come check this out. Like, he had a way of, like, not making you feel stupid. Yeah. We're mm. doing something the wrong way. Like, And I'm yeah. like, man, like, I admired that in him. Just yeah. real diplomatic about it. Yeah, and I'm like, man, how can I be dipl- that diplomatic? Yeah. Mm. Because mm. if mm. I'm feeling like, man, that's kind of like a crappy job, and I don't mean like it to be mean or to be uh, um, 
no good about it, but I understand how it comes off like that. Like, because the truth is, like, it it doesn't look good. No. But I'm not saying that to make anybody feel less than. I'm just kind of, I think I think out loud. Wow. Yep. I think out loud and it comes out audibly. And then I'm yeah. like, oh, shoots, I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. and then I get in trouble a lot. Maybe not a lot, but, like, you know, I get in trouble, and I'm like, oh. And then and then I tend to overthink, and I'm like, okay, yeah. So, yeah, the perfectionism, yeah, yeah. I can identify with that. No, I, when you said think out loud, I said, I, I think I do that, with, like, with my body actions. Yeah. usually people around me know, like, if I'm in disapproval, because they'll ask me, like, okay, what's wrong with it? I'm like, what? I didn't say anything. <laughs> See, you don't have to. <laughs> can tell you're just all puffed up. No, um, yeah, I could really see myself like looking back. You know, because um, I worked in a lot of warehouses and stuff. And um, before uh, when I got, I was going to college and stuff. And man, I was, oh man, I just see myself there really bad. You know, because like, because um, I, I, I have to give it my all. And if I don't, then I feel like uh, it's a failure. Um, more so like back then, you know. So like when I was working in the warehouse, man, I, like I had to give it my all. I had to be out of breath. I had to be sweating. I had to be, when I walked, when I left for the day, I had to be dirty. My pants had to be dirty. You know, that was, to me, I was like, okay, I kicked ass today. Yeah. You know, and then like if there was a coworker that was, you know, Clean. hiding in the warehouse when it was time to unload the uh, trailer, the semi trailer, or they came at the end. It was like, oh, I was caught up over here. Blah, blah, blah. Man, I was pissed. I was pissed. You know, I I cuss them out. You know, you effing little, you know, female dog in heat, ma 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 ma. You know, <clears throat> um, because of that perfectionism, like because I'm kicking ass out here, you should be out here right next to me. You know, and. More so, like when I was working, when I do, when I was doing the physical labor stuff, and then and like, like even into like um, into my coaching, you know, I had a high standard, high standard, and then if those kids didn't live up to it, I didn't take it out on them. I reflected it on me as a bad coach. Just internalized, yeah, yeah. internalized the whole thing. Yeah. Instead of being like, okay, they're kids, they're learning. Um, maybe my standards are a little bit too high. Instead of, you know, thinking about it like that, maybe I should kind of lower my standards and just be, you know, look at it as I'm here teaching them, letting them learn. I was like, oh, man, I'm a freaking terrible coach. These guys can't even run this play. Yeah. And then I'd soak over it for like two, three days. Yeah. You know? Kind of dwell on it. Just letting it marinate and eat away at me. That's why I took a huge step back away from competitive coaching. I mean, this summer I did some of it. But I went into it as okay. We're not. I'm not. I'm not here to win. I'm here to, as you know. Okay, I'm helping these kids. I provide an opportunity for these young gentlemen and young ladies to um, gain some experience. Yes. And when I went into it like that, man, I was like, I had fun. Yeah. Congratulating them. Good job, man. You made that one shot, man. You did that move, and blah blah blah. And I went away from that weekend at Big Sky State Games, and then. A couple weeks later at the three-on-three, three, I went away from those weekends like, good. And I was like, oh, man, man, they did this. You know, they haven't done this in the game, and they were able to do it this weekend. You know, even though, like, both tournaments we lost out. But going into it with a different mind state, I was able to um, 
kind of alleviate that perfectionism. Yeah. But it was still kind of there. I kind of wanted to get down on myself and start yelling around, but I didn't. Um, good, man. So that's good, but, yeah, I mean, I, I coached because I couldn't find a coach. <laughs> so if there's anybody out there that, you know, you feel that calling on your life to be a coach, man, hit me up. I got some teams you can coach. <laughs> no, but I think that's smart, though, like identifying those uh, triggers, if you will. Yeah. To make us act out in certain ways, mm-hmm. you know, because it's all about growth, man. And See, I'm, and, 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 oh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Yes, yes, you did. <laughs> okay, kind of did. I kind of did. Since we're being honest, I kind of did. No, but um, but like, man, I can relate to that so much. But like, when you said that identifying the triggers, I like, I don't even know what the trigger would be. Like, if I if I'm doing something, if I'm if I'm working on something, yeah, because that because that's the biggest thing for me, right? Like, you know, you you, you see me like try to draw or try to you know do yeah. this, all this other stuff, and then. And while I'm doing it, and I can see so many, and even at the after the finished product, like man, I can see so much wrong with it, and I don't know why. I don't, I don't know why. It's such a weird paradox because, like, I want to do, I want to have that perfection, you know, perfection. Yeah. Even though yeah. nothing's perfect, we know nothing's perfect, right? But I want it to be as best as it could be, and yet, no matter how hard I seem, like I try. At the end of the day, when everything is said and done, I can still see a million things wrong. Yeah. Yep. And I don't. And I. And I, and I don't think it's like the actual piece of work that I did. I think it's more internal. Yeah. Like I s- still struggle with that low. Yeah. Self esteem. Yeah, it's low self esteem, low self worth. Maybe it could just be like, okay, like I'm going in this to fill up my cup, and I'm not going in this to create a masterpiece. Yeah, and then just growing with your art. Yeah, like I, I think like for me, like when I was in creative mode, I've always wanted to, and I think like when I look back on it, like that's what always hindered me. Like when I was writing, uh, writing music and stuff, like yeah. writing, writing, you know, rhymes and things like that. I would write something, and it, it would, it would flow, right? Yeah. But then I would always compare to other people and to uh, other like things that were out of my realm, and then I'm like, "Oh wow, that sucks." Huh. But rather than growing with my craft, because as I grow with my craft, then I become I'm like, "Okay, this is just a process, and this next one's going to be better than the last one." Even though we always think like our latest creation is the best one. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. does that make sense? Yeah, mm-hmm. Like, going in there with realization, like, okay, I'm not here to create a masterpiece, but what I'm here to do is fill up my cup. Yeah. And that's, like, self. Self-care. Yeah, that's, like, real self-care. It's, mm-hmm. like, finding some, like, because you obviously enjoy your art, bro. Like, that's why you do it is because there is a love there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So changing the mindset of not creating a masterpiece. Mm. Or and not just, trying to achieve yeah, perfection. Yeah, and being like, yeah. this isn't for anybody else. This is for me. This is how I fill up my cup. Yeah. And yeah. I'm going to fill it up to overflowing. And your creative process might not come every single day, every single time. You might lay something to the side for seven, eight months, a year. Mm-hmm. I do that. I and do then that. once it hits you, 
like then you go in there into creative mode but then understand like okay i'm not here to create a masterpiece i just want to i got the urge and the desire to do this so this is what i'm gonna do for me it's reading Mm. you know i love to read i got a library at my house i like that and and all of a sudden like it might be a saturday Mm -hmm. that it just hits me the urge just to turn off my phone and not even watch tv yeah but just to throw on some light music and just get into reading mode Mm. and learn about a subject that i've been interested in for quite some time yeah like you know yeah and that like i get more out of those times than i do trying to do something every single day Mm -hmm. and that's where like i think i don't ever think i ever fell out of love with music but I found out, like, okay, like, I'm trying to do something. Like, even in my creative processes, like, I I never see how people can try too hard, but I would try, like, to a point where I made myself miserable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, I'm like, man, I'm just a miserable wreck. I'm not going to do it. Yeah. And see, and I, I, I can feel myself getting like that, too. And that's when, that's when I step back. Yeah. Because I'll, I'll catch myself thinking... I'm not enjoying this right now. Mm. So that's when I stop. I'll stop. And like you said, I'll put it to the side. And there are times like, oh, I'll forget it. Like those. Yeah. I forgot about those. And then I saw it. And then I kind of, oh, man, I yeah. can do this real quick. This ain't going to be hard. And then I just finished it up. And boom. Yeah. And and they look all right. I mean, they, they're cool. about the masks. The masks, yeah. <laughs> no, I know. I, I knew what he was Guys, talking about. Guys, what did I? Oh, what did I? Listen I just point, pointing around like they can see me. But, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I get that. But I think yeah, I, that's, that's good advice. Thank you. Yeah. Appreciate it. And I think a huge part of that is just like being in the moment when you're doing your craft or something that you love. And both of you guys just kind of touched on that. When you're being in the moment, then you're doing it for yourself. You know, just that enjoyment. Yes. Goes a long way. All right. Last one, number six, and I'll get to your perspective first. Mr. Bear Don't Walk Podgotti, the two-time co-champion, because uh, <clears throat> we're strapped for time. Your time. Uh, the Clinging Vine. Clinging Vines love to get other people to do things for them, but are not as mean as kings are. A clinging vine will get other people to do the task for them by using polite language. They will politely ask for a favor and then be very appreciative, um, <clears throat> virtually trading compliments for favors. Uh, in the long run, you do not want to be married to or in a relationship with a clean vine because they will expect more and more from you over time. Now I can think of someone right now, <laughs> not in this room. <laughs> But I'll go over to Mr. All the, so all the other ones were in this room? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I know some princesses. Because <laughs> we all denied it. <laughs> go ahead, Podgotti. I think I see that, like, manipulation and automatically, like, I'm not thinking of myself. <laughs> on this one to be honest like yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> that was the first word that came to my mind too was manipulation mm. yeah and that's one thing that I absolutely despise like is like when I know that I'm being taken advantage or like when somebody's trying to pull the wool over my eyes yeah, yeah. 
When you realize it, you're like, yeah. oh, this mother suck. You like, in the middle play. of the conversation, you're like, damn, man, I, I, I can't really stand you right now yeah. because you Check think it. I'm stupid, like, yeah, yeah. and you actually think, like, you, I'm not saying, like, I catch everything, but you know what I mean? <laughs> like, it, it's just, I don't know how to explain it. Mm. Um, but that's one of my pet peeves. So they politely ask for a favor and then be very appreciative. Like, man, I could, like, <clears throat> I mean, it's one of my cousins. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I, but I, I'm, I could see myself, I'd done that. Especially when it came to, like, um, man, if I didn't have no funds, you know? Bro, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's what I thought of. Yeah, like, when I didn't have no funds, like, I would go, like, uh, I think I told you guys before, can't remember it was a conversation on a previous episode, like I'd go around and I'd ask people, hey man, you got a dollar? And they're like, yeah, you know who, everybody's down to give you a dollar. So I'd go around and hit, hit up about 15 people for a dollar, <laughs> you know, and then like, okay, and then, then like, boom, man, logged that in my brain. Okay, these 15 people gave me a dollar. And then next time around, I'd be like, oh, hey man, you got two bucks? I, I got to go pay for parking. I'm going to lunch or something, you know, and just like BS them and then like try to get more yeah, you know, and then ten of those people give me two dollars, and I had twenty bucks. About go buy a bottle, buy some cigarettes. Yeah, enough for your hustle. Yeah, and but, I, and I think like, but I was like real appreciative. Oh man, thank you, man. I appreciate it. You know, and like, yeah. Go ahead, sorry. Well, you were being appreciative to uh, uh, manipulate the situation. Yeah, yeah. Man. And I could see myself doing that in like active addiction. Mm-hmm. You know, like. um not kissing butter, nothing, but kind of complimenting. Yeah. And then you kind of give what you want, and you're like, all right. Yeah. Oh, man, where'd you get that shirt, man? That's a bad shirt. Yeah. yeah. Or just throw a little compliment in there. Yeah. I was like, and oh, did you get your hair done, man? Your hair looks nice. Yes. Oh, by the way, you got $2. A dollar. <laughs> got a dollar. <laughs> is it, and I will, when, when you put it, he's definitely guilty, yes, because... I mean, like like Randy said, I don't like it when I realize, oh man, I just got played. <laughs> but but yeah. I'm guilty of it. And when and the word manipulation is probably better than how that was described because that's what it is. Oh yeah, yeah. But um, even more so after like I I give you compliments or I'd be real nice to you, and then you know I get my two bucks from you, and then. Oh man, I got what I wanted, so then I'd really pour it on. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh yeah, and hey, remember that one time when we did this? And, yeah. Yeah. and oh man, what'd you do to your car? I don't really like it, and, you know. And the BS with them, kind of like setting, like, okay, I was real nice to them and stuff. And then, like, in the back of your head is like, I'm going to hit this person up again in a day or yeah. two, or a week or two, exactly. or a month or two. Yeah. Almost setting the stage for the next time. Yeah. So, yeah, I get that. I, yeah. And I get people that test me like that too now. Too, yeah. though. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. People inbox me and be like, I haven't heard from him in years, months. Mm. Hey, what's up? Chilling. And you kind of keep the conversation going, knowing that you're like, okay, when, just are waiting gonna, for it. <laughs> when are you going to ask? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. When it, or it could be a text message or a phone call, and you're like, in that, in, in my mind, I'm automatically thinking, like, okay, like, when are you going to ask and how much are you going to ask for? <laughs> You know, especially now, it's. I mean, even in an active addiction, it's really rare for somebody to hit you up and say, "How are you doing?" Yeah, just yeah. to see how you're doing. Yeah, yes. yeah, being a lot of bold. 
So, I mean, I get that. Um, and, and those are the people that I, that I hold dear to me. It's like, hey, how are you doing? Just checking on you. It always hurts I don't, when it comes from somebody close. Yeah. Mm. I, I don't know. For me, it does. No. But, and at the same time, it's like you said, it's like this person, you know, I love them and we're close, and but they don't usually text me like this. Yeah. So what is it? Yeah. Waiting for the other shoe to drop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I just keep thinking of this guy. I was walking to the meeting uh, on Tuesday, walking over to the, that meeting. And like <clears throat> it was a business meeting, and I was walking. This guy walked up, a street person, non-native. I walked right up to him and like stood right in front of me. He's like, "Hey, bro, is like, you got ten dollars I could use?" And I was like, I just kind of made a face, and I was just like, I took a step back, and I was like, "What?" And then he was just like, "Yeah, you got ten dollars?" I was just like, ten dollars, man." I said, "Man, you're getting bold, man. You people, you should ask for a dollar or something." I said, "I need ten dollars," and I was just like, oh, "I got it." I was like, "I ain't got no cash." Or right, thank you. And he just kept walking. I wonder what he needed it for. I'm probably getting a bottle. Bottle's ten bucks. Man, you get a half a G for like eight dollars. Dang. I don't want to know that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I already know. I already knew that, but mm. I don't want to know. I don't want to hear that. <laughs> but no, you know what that reminds me of? Is remember that that time when uh, you came and saw me over at the spot, and I walked up to your window, and I was just messing around. Hey, bro, you got two bucks? Uh, They're like, why, you need two bucks? And he was like, he was going to give me two dollars. And I just started laughing. I was like, no, I was just kidding. (laughs) Well, that's what I was dropping off Oreo because I was like, oh, shoot, I better give this guy some money. I think I was going to give you some money anyway. But yeah, I, I was just messing around, like, like trying to act like that that person you were just now talking about. Like, yeah, yeah. Hey, yeah. bro, you, oh no, I said, are you cashy or what? <laughs> it's probably one of the one of the best, uh, I guess, air quotes, pickup lines. Yeah. Cashy or what? I know. I love because we're my office is downtown, and like you know, I go walk over to a meeting, or walk over to a coffee shop, and head back to the office, and then like sometimes you know, like a coworker will come around the corner and like just walk in front of me. And then I'll just be like, I'll mess with them. Like, hey, you got a dollar? Like, real loud. <laughs> and they'll, like, turn around real fast. And then they'll start laughing. Man, you scared me. <laughs> uh, and I, I, I did that to my sister when I was in, uh, when I went to Crow Fair. I haven't seen her in a long time. Hey, how are you doing? And I didn't even say hi or anything. Was, hey, you got a cigarette? <laughs> oh, I don't smoke. <laughs> kind of like she was checking, but she didn't, you know. Oh, I don't smoke. And I started laughing. Because neither do I. <laughs> Just passing around. That's funny. <laughs> well, that was pretty good, man. Um, yeah, man. Huh. Okay. Um, so, <clears throat> yeah. Why don't you just kind of, yeah, 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 do that, do that. All right, all right, all right. Thanks for doing that thing right there. And thanks for joining us for the King ding, Baby ding, Part ding, 2, ding, Episode Berry O. That thing, that thing. That one's got to sing that Lauren Hill. Lauren Hill, man. Yug. Yug. What's that thing? How about no, King Baby to a rap, man. That's crazy, man. I just like seen myself in a lot of that material. Except for the princess one, that was kind of, huh? Kinda but uh-huh. I could see myself, like, a little bit, a little smidgen. Of I it. mean, I, I got to admit it because King Baby would say, no, not me, you. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's so, the King so Baby coming was, through. That was me, man. I was like. Yeah, you guys are princesses, not me. <laughs> it's kind of harsh. I mean. Yeah, yeah. It's like when we're, 
like taking a self reflection like that, then I, I think about it. I'm like, man, like I'm kind of tough to handle. Like <laughs> not like <laughs> yeah, I know yeah. women always say something like that too. But like, <laughs> well, that's, a, that's not what I was thinking. Me, if you can't handle me at my worst, you don't deserve me at my best. Yeah. <laughs> you can't handle this. Girl, just say you're toxic. <laughs> just, just say you. <laughs> just say you toxic, girl. Just say you toxic. That's all you gotta say is you toxic. T O X ick. T O X ick. No, it's very toxic. I Heavy on the ick. On the ick, and I'm still I'm still dealing with some toxicity. In my own life So yeah. You know But that's the beauty Of the red road man We continue to work On ourselves We continue to Take inventories And A huge part of Walking the red road Is just you know Being brutally honest With yourself Yes And that cliche That we always hear And Randy touched on it When he was giving me His advice Is progress Not perfection Yes mm-hmm. Yes Yes Definitely and speaking of cliches, man, I heard a good one that I forgot all about, man, that we should have did in the cliche episode. But uh, my boy, Casey Vogt, he's telling me he's in recovery, too, and stuff and everything. But he's saying um, we we're talking about um, sponsorship, being sponsors and stuff. Anyway, he's saying, I always tell my sponsees, he's like, you play stupid games, you can win stupid prizes. And man, I couldn't <laughs> stop laughing. I was like, man, I forgot all about that one. That's a good one. That's a good one. Definitely, man. I'm that's gonna be my cliche for twenty twenty one. The what? I never heard that one before. You never heard that one? I don't think so. Yeah, I mean I used to You're hear not it. on it's, social media. I think that's more out of the NA NA groups. They're a little bit more harsh with their cliches. Yeah. I see a lot of that from mainstream society when things like that happen and you jump in the comment section. Oh yeah. Play stupid games, win stupid prizes. Oh yeah, like on the Gazette. As far as I the Gazette is the worst place to read comments, man. Get y'all fired up when I argue with people. Man, I used to throw one-liners in there, and then I'm like, man, I'm not even waste energy. Mm. Just put a little fuel on the fire. Uh, it's a good thing I don't comment on things, then, because, like I said, I can be a. Anyway. Anyway, so don't be out there playing stupid games because you're gonna get stupid prizes. Quit playing, hating. Yeah, don't be king baby. No king, no princesses either. Yeah, no princesses in the house. Well, that was a good episode. Um, I'm glad we were able to wrap that up in a two-week series with the King Baby. Uh, we'll be back better than ever next week in episode four or five, baby. Getting closer to that five-two. The comeback. Yeah, don't call it the comeback. Four or five when MJ came back. That's right. Not my president. To all our listeners out there on Flat Earth Wherever you are Please continue to like and share Subscribe Tell everyone and everybody about our episodes About unspoken words We love you, we appreciate you You are the most important piece of our podcast So until next week Unspoken words is peacing out Deuces Bye (laughs) Did your part Yo, Josiah Mo Fire, aka Mo Hugs Not Drugs. Thanks for tuning in. Peace.
Hey, you made it all the way to the end. I'm proud of you. Bye.